0: listening to general admission where we bring you your front row ticket to the stories behind the sound Hey guys, this is General Admission. I'm Jen and welcome to episode eight of the podcast. It's pretty crazy that we've already reached episode eight. Now, unfortunately, um, Alice, who's usually the co-host of the podcast, she isn't here this week. She couldn't make it, but we've got a very special guest on for next week who's one of her favorite artists at the moment, so she'll be back then. But for the moment, I've got a very special artist of our own and he hails from Adelaide from the heartaches. Um, This is Ben.
1: Hey, how's it going? I'm Ben. I play in a band called The Heartaches. Uh, we have a new album called Mess coming out in less than two weeks, next Friday on the 13th of April. Um, yeah, we're really, really excited to share this new record with everyone and uh, talk to you a bit more about it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I just had a listen through front to back of the entire album this morning and I'm loving it. Like probably one of my favorites of the album um, is Grinding My Teeth. It's got a really cool like punk vibe to it. It's just... It just screams punk to me.
1: It's so funny. Like a few people that have listened to the record have all said that song as well. And for us, that's like, that was like such a maybe making it onto the record (laughs) song. It's a song that we've been toying around with for, it's probably the oldest song on the record for years, but it's never really sat anywhere. And we, we were lucky to have enough time to record some extra songs uh, in the sessions for this album so we had a few to choose from and that one just kind of sat well in there because it's something a bit different than the rest of the record yeah i love it because it's a guitar driven and that's kind of where my uh my roots come from so yeah it's funny like i would have never picked that song as one <laughs> that would be people's favorites it's kind of just a, a, a just to change up the vibe of the record a bit but it's been it's been not you're not the only one that said that's the standout track for you which is It's very interesting to us. Uh, We were very taken back by that because I guess we'd like disassociated with with that song a little bit. Um, Mm. It was older than the rest of the record, but hey, stoked either way.
0: Exactly. And I'm really excited to see um, whether you guys are going to incorporate that into your live set when you kick off the album tour um, later this month. Are you guys including it in the set?
1: We're not. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: no. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: probably look like the the record release comes out on the day that the tour starts, so we wanted to kind of keep it as, as new a set as we can, but still with a lot of like the older tracks for this tour. The next tour hopefully we'll be able to do the majority of the new album. So. Hmm. yeah it's definitely a song we'll, we'll, I think we're not going to have a choice but we're going to have to add to the set list which is fine
0: <laughs> yeah it's we're not a, it's, it's the democracy people will, will force <laughs> you which is <laughs> fine yeah with no segue at all we're gonna kick off the first um segment of our podcast so for those of you guys that are just tuning in um it's a segment called what's on your playlist where basically we're going to flip back and forth talking about a couple of our favorite tracks from the week are the new discoveries or old gems and i love to kick it off um with our guest host so ben what's been one track that you just can't get out of your head right now
1: Look, uh, we're lucky that on this album tour we've got this band called Antonia and the Lazy Susans touring with us. Mm. Um, they put out an EP last year, and the, the title track "Home Here with Your Friends"
0: It's
1: just a really, really special song. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think. Uh, I don't think we're all ready for this band, this relatively unknown band, to drop this incredible EP. Um, and yeah, Home Here With Your Friends is a song that I always go back to on my playlist, and, I, and it's always a song that I'm showing people that maybe have never heard them or that are asking about Antonia and the band. Um, it's just such a good fucking song. <laughs> it's, it's 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 so, like, songwriting-wise and... It, it's so mature, like it, it's, it's like mature in a songwriting sense, it's like really intelligent, it's really fucking beautiful, and uh, it's a really, really special song, and if anyone hasn't heard Antonia, definitely go check it out, because I think like in a few years you'll be kicking yourself <laughs> to have not, not heard that band when they were first kicking off, um, it's a really special, the whole the whole EP is really, really special, but that's definitely a standout song for me, Home Here With Your Friends by Antonia and the Lazy Susans.
0: Awesome. Well, I will definitely be checking it out. And uh, if you could describe the track in three words, what would they be?
1: Passionate, beautiful, but still fun.
0: Okay, well, that's five words, but but we made it work. <laughs>
1: right. If you cut out the ands and buts. Yeah. yeah.
0: So um, the first track for me, and this might be one that you're very familiar with because it's by your mates, the Bennys. So this yeah, is right. a, yeah, a song off um, their album, Natural Born Chillers. This is Get High Like an Angel. Do you <laughs> <hear> the track?
1: <laughs> I have heard the track. Love it. I get high like an angel
0: and I scream like the dead. Yeah, and it's so cool because I I think they only recently released, like, the video for it um, as well. And, like, that's how I discovered, like, the song, like, through the video as well. And it's just, it's so different, like, because, like, I'm pretty familiar with most of the Benny stuff. And then you have this song which has, like, like, trumpets in it and, like, brass and stuff. And it's, like, really cool and it's really good. And it's got these, like, sick guitar wrists and guitar solos in it as well which is just, yeah. it's such a bang. What are your thoughts on the track?
1: I Look, I, I'm a big fan of the Bennys. They uh, they managed to bring fun into everything they do. They're a band that we've seen go from uh, strength to strength and, and just get more popular and more popular over the years. I think our first show with the Bennies was in, like, 2012 or 2011, I think. Nice. Yeah. Um, when they had, I don't think they would even put out Party Party or maybe it had just come out. So mm-hmm. I've seen the Bennies come from like that record and then every record that they do seems to just be completely different in a really fucking cool way. <laughs> they, they don't really stick to one thing. I grew up being a, a big fan of Scar so I'm always a big sucker for, for big brass sections and we actually... Uh, Dougie who plays uh, trombone on all the Benny stuff he came in and played on our new record there's a couple of songs with brass on it oh cool Uh, and Craig from the Benny's actually sung on one of the tracks as well Mm. Uh, they're just a they're just a fun band and you know like they're just they're just saying what the people want to hear I think
0: oh yeah so for uh, sure having
1: fun with your friends and you know smoking weed and whatever else they sing
0: about <laughs> well um to take um, a cue from one of their music videos vote Benny's. Benny's for president so uh, moving on with the segment what is another track on your playlist that you know you've really been vibing on
1: Look, it might be a completely biased choice, but the truth is, I am completely obsessed with this song. Uh, Camp Cope's how to socialize and make friends. Oh
0: yeah.
1: It's the title track for their record, and it's it's just so perfect. I I, I fucking love it so much. It's just it, it the bass and drums just carry the song into this this place that maybe Camp Cope hadn't really gone before it's almost like a fast punk rock song with Kelly's you know uh, Joy Division influenced bass riffs and and Georgia just you know yelling her guts out it's it's really fucking cool and it's 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 a it's a really they're such a important band and mm. the thing they talk about the things they talk about in a way that is not only like hits you really hits you really hard it's also like It's not ramming it down your throat at the same time. You go to their shows and you have fun and you listen to music and you want to keep listening to it. And uh, that song for me, off the the, the whole new record is perfect, but that, that to me is a standout song. That's the one I'm always going back
0: to. Yeah, for sure. And it's been described, you know, just everywhere as kind of like the album that Australia needs right now. And I think it's so important, like the things that, you know, the girls, you know, talk about in terms of, you know, diversity and equality on lineups and this, yeah, all the issues that they raise. Um, it's just so important. And it's quite sad to see all the flack that they've been getting, especially from publications that take their words out of context.
1: Oh, it's, 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 it makes me really embarrassed. <laughs> it's it's re- it's really uh, it's really fucking upsetting that people are so i'm going to say pathetic because they're pathetic they're, they're so threatened by something that's new and different and that's calling out all the bullshit that's just been just been swept under the rug or just ignored for forever yeah forever and um you know for us as a band they've inspired us to want to use the platform we have for for better to make the to make as whatever small changes we can as a band. I, I know for a fact that like, there was a time a couple of years ago when we were out on tour with Luca Brasi and, and um, there was just bad stuff. Bad stuff was happening at everyone's shows all the time. And and as an artist who's putting on a show, you feel, you feel responsible for these things happening. And you know, when you've got people you don't know or people you do know coming up to you and after the show and saying, hey, like, this happened to me or I didn't feel safe because of this and I didn't feel comfortable because of this it really really fucking hurts and it really hits you really hard and uh I I was talking to my partner who plays in camp cope and she and about like what can we do what can we do and and we all got together and they put together this It Takes One campaign, Mm. which was a video calling out the bullshit. It was basically all of our bands and uh, getting together and saying, hey, look, this isn't acceptable. We don't think this is okay. If you don't feel like you can respect your space and and respect other people's right to feel safe and comfortable at a show, don't come to our shows, essentially. 100%. And – from this video it, it, it changed like it's been really fucking cool to see like uh, audiences have changed like it's kids that are, that because the, the thing is nobody most of these people probably weren't aware that they were making people feel this way and it wasn't until uh, you know all of our band started speaking up about it and and saying hey look you know maybe don't do that this, this is why you shouldn't do this at a show uh, it's it's changed like, this, the scene has changed, has. like, especially from a live show point of view, and it's fucking awesome, and, it, and, it, and it's made me feel so fucking good that, like, uh, people come to our shows and people aren't there thinking that maybe they shouldn't be there because something bad might happen. Mm. I, I feel like they're so res- Cam Cope is so responsible for inspiring all of our bands to be better and to be more aware, I think. Uh, it's been really fucking cool. And um to to have them in our in a, in in the Australian music scene and to have them at a level that they're at now where they're beyond just like the local local band community. They're fucking huge. Yeah. And they've got this giant platform of all these and, and the most beautiful thing, it's like young kids and young kids that aren't stuck in there. We've been going to shows for ten years and we deserve to do what we want and we're allowed to do this. They don't have those attitudes. Hmm. It's the next crop of kids that are listening to what people are saying and they're like actually actively trying to be better and make the space better and make everybody feel fucking at home. It's really, really cool and inspiring.
0: Yeah, it's so important. And it's something that I've, you know, been an active champion of as well just, like, over the years, especially, you know, as a female. Um, and, And, you know, like, my passion kind of sits within, like, you know, heavy music, whether it be, like, you know, rock and roll Um, or metal, and it's just, and it's so sad to hear about experiences, like, where, like, even, like, people that work in the industry, like, photographers, like, I've got, like, a a friend, Ree, who's been shooting for, like, over a decade, and it's only been recently where she started feeling respected by, like, her, like, by people, like, whether it's, like, her peers or, like, people in the crowd, because she's been injured at shows before, like, in the pit, and it just bloody sucks. Look, we're,
1: we're in a, we're in a good things are changing Mm. and not just in music, you know, in entertainment and everywhere in the world, like with, as this wonderful, like culture surrounding, like calling bullshit out Whereas, like until now everybody's just kept their mouth shut or ignored it. And that's, you know, it starts in calling your friends out and, and, you know, like your friends calling you out and, and, and that's, that's kind of where the change happens. And it's, it's now no longer just like, a few people yelling at a brick wall. It's like <laughs> everybody is fucking on board now, and you you kind of have the option to either like change or fucking be left behind because this is the future, is. and and it it's it's changing, and uh, you know, like non males, it's 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 so fucking rad that their their platform, they're fucking claiming it back, even though it's always kind of been there. They've never had the option. They've never been given the same equal opportunities, simply because of gender, which is fucked up to say. And oh, like, uh, you know, like it took it took a long time for for us to see that there was a problem there. Um, but yeah, we're doing us as a band. We're doing everything we can to kind of to help that along, and you know, putting putting lineups together that are as diverse as we possibly can, not not due to trying to fill some sort of quota, just because. There are fucking amazing bands out there that just don't get given the same opportunities for whatever bullshit reason.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's awesome to, to hear you guys doing that, especially since you guys, you know, curate your own festivals, don't you? And you're, you're responsible for putting lineups together. So you really have some power to not only do that for yourselves, but say to people, hey, we're curators of, of awesome music and music festivals, and we can do this, so why can't you? Such for sure, a powerful message. For sure. Yeah. There's, there's, there's
1: so much great talent out there and and not even like strictly in music in photographers and people who do sound and people who work stage and like everywhere that like have have never been given the same light and uh, you know we're trying to do whatever we can as a band of, of two straight white dudes <laughs> to uh, kind of play our part in in fixing that and making sure that, that that's that that doesn't that's not the case in our little world and you know it'll it'll spread and it is spreading it it is it's it's globally becoming this really it's become this beautiful conversation where people are doing everything they can to fix what's just been ignored or 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 thrown aside for so many years Hmm. Uh, yeah
0: yeah definitely well like you said the future is now change is coming and really excited to see where we go in the future because I've got a good feeling about it
1: me too. I'm feeling positive, which is nice.
0: <laughs> now, I'm sorry to take this to a bit of a negative spin, or at least that's what the name of this next song suggests. But <laughs> the second track on my playlist this week is a really fresh one from Leon Bridges. I'm not sure if you're a fan of him or you've heard of him, um, but he's I
1: don't, but yeah. haven't haven't delved into his uh, discography.
0: Yeah, uh, I was really good. If you like, you know, R and B and soul, and kind of like like the fresh generation of those kind yeah. of genres yeah it's really good so this is a song called bet ain't worth the hand um off his forthcoming album good thing which is releasing in may Maybe I'm
1: living, leaving here with I,
0: might to- I mean literally the video just got put up like 10 hours ago but yeah it's such a great like track because it's like it's It kind of takes you places and like with the the music video where he's kind of like just walking down the street and you get that sensory experience from like, you know, all like the traffic lights and the cars moving about in traffic and yeah, it's just got those really nice, like smooth, sultry R&B vibes, but his voice is just incredible. I mean, he's probably one of, for me, one of my favorite like modern crooners. Um, So definitely something to, to take a listen to.
1: I will indeed.
0: Now we're going to go into our second segment, which is our in-depth track review. So for those of you that are just listening in now, aren't familiar with this, basically is where we get our guests to delve into a track off their latest release and kind of just tell a bit of a story about it. Tell us how they felt while writing that song, instrumentation, anything that kind of springs to mind. So with your um, forthcoming album, Mess, which comes out really soon, really excited. What's a track that you want to delve into?
1: Uh, look, we may as well talk about uh, the newest single that we just released last week, Happy.
0: My to speak me. Like
1: really it's like I'm stuck to the This for me, is probably the song that I remember like coming together most vividly out of all of the all of the all the whole record. Um, I had recently moved to Melbourne, and I I was I was hanging out with a friend of mine who I up until this this certain point had never really seen this the side of them that was that was not not this positive bull of bull of excitement and energy that that they would put off. It was it was the complete opposite of that that. It, you know, like I, I found out that they were having a much harder time than, than any of us thought. And um, it just kind of, everything that we talked about uh, really resonated with me and my own experiences. And um, I kind of sat down after, after our conversation and started penning the first version of Happy. And uh, it just kind of like fell out. <laughs> it, it was one of those songs for me that just kind of, it just happened so like, Organically and free flowing, like it, it. A lot of songs that not just myself, a lot of songwriters will write are, are maybe like uh, a whole bunch of different ideas from different songs put together in one song. Yeah. Whereas this song for me just kind of happened. Like I feel like I could have wrote ten vo- ten verses for this song. <laughs> like it kind of fell out, and it, 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 it. I'm super happy with how it turned out. It kind of really it follows the story of like two people that are struggling in their own respected lives and and maybe trying to come together together kind of beat that or at least to talk about that Hmm. um it originally was never going to be a duet um it was just going to be me singing through the whole thing um and then i had the idea of getting georgia in to to sing the second vocal on it and and it was only going to be like a harmonies and stuff and then and then we played around with the idea of doing it as a cool and answer duet and it just Made so much sense. It was the missing piece to the the song puzzle was having that second vocal in it mm. And uh, it kind of makes it more telling a story It's me telling my side her telling her side and us kind of coming together in the end and hoping like hell We can find our way out of this mess is uh, you know it the whole album kind of weaves in and out of this idea of a mess Mm. Whether that being, you know, like a negative thing or a positive thing, or, or literally a mess on the ground, you know, like <laughs> it's it's mess means so many things. It does, uh, and and the, the album kind of weaves in and out of that as like the the continuous theme, I guess, or, or like an idea that the album weaves in and out of is mess. And I feel like this this song uh, probably highlights what the whole rest of the record means in one song.
0: Mm, yeah, for sure. And, like, I think definitely for me, Happy is one of my favorites in the record. And it does make so much sense, you know, listening to it, having Georgia, you know, full-on, you know, have part of the verse and, 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 you know, have, you know, the two voices share their sides of the story. Otherwise, I feel like it would be a completely different song.
1: Oh, it is a completely different song. The original demos. I, I I'm so happy that we, we had the idea to do this. Uh, like it still, it's still worked as it was before but it just makes so much sense especially like from where the song came from and the, and the ideas surrounding around where the inspiration came from for me to write this song um, it just makes so much sense and Georgia being like one of my oldest best friends um, who's someone has who has been a shoulder for me and for someone mm-hmm. who has been such a big inspiration for me to get better in my own mental health and in my own using my using the platform that I have it, it just made so much sense to to get Georgia to come in and
0: sing on it and
1: you know we're stoked we love Georgia and we're really proud of her and we're we're really stoked with uh, how this song turned out
0: yeah definitely and 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 talking about you know the concept you know for this song and kind of what I find weaving through the rest of the record you know is this concept of happy which again can be so different to different people. And and in different contexts, and for me, I guess speaking from personal experience, sometimes like you could just be happy in life overall. Like you could be happy with with how things are going in life, but sometimes you know, just you feel like this dark cloud hits you when you least expect it. Especially when you're in a a room full of you know family and friends, and you feel like you should be happy, but for some reason, you just feel depressed. I mean, is something that is that something that you identify with as well?
1: Yeah, of course. Look, I've uh, it's not the first record we've written that's that that touches on mental health um, it's the first record that I've written that's tried to tackle that in a more uplifting positive light um, because things do get better and, and and I think for a long time like I struggled to see that in in a in my own in my own world and that was reflected in my music whereas mm. I, I I did. I found something that really made me happy, and I got into a place in my life where I was feeling a lot better. And and what came out was this record that still talks about these things, and it talks about mental health and feeling down. And and but it's it's in a way that hey, like it's not a weakness, and things can get better um, because things can get better even if they feel like they never will. They will get better if you want them to get better. For sure. And and kind of embracing this beautiful community that we have, that we surround ourselves in, uh, of, of being involved in music, especially, you know, we have this massive support network of, of people who are all probably going through similar things or have gone through similar things or have been touched by similar, similar topics in their own lives, that um, you just have this huge family and support network and we want everybody to feel like they have that. Mm. We want everyone to feel like if they come to our shows or if they like our music that they are a part of something Mm. and they're a part of something bigger than just liking a band or going to a show that you know like it is this community of that's that's built around a mutual love for something but there is so much love there and and everybody is there for everybody Mm. yeah
0: Yeah, like, music is such a beautiful thing, and you pretty much just hit the nail on the head in terms of just the sheer power music has in in bringing, you know, different people together, especially, like, people that you wouldn't have expected to put together, like... I was talking to Mike, the bassist, from Green Day a couple of years ago, and he was talking about how at, like, one of their shows, you'd see this, like, you know, quintessential punk kid who you'd kind of, you know, expect to be at a Green Day gig. And then they'd just be, like, this 50-year-old guy that just wants to, you know, have a beer and just, you know, vibe to some awesome punk music. But they seem completely different. But they're sure. in the same space. It's...
1: Look, the, the beautiful thing about where music's at now is that it's not... Uh, segregated like that, like it's not just punks going to punk shows, you know. And especially yeah. like the kind of music that we play, it it doesn't only resonate with that that more underground punk scene. It it's 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 bigger than that now. It's 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 people who, for me, still I'm surprised that like our music.
0: Yeah, you know? like
1: it's people from all different walks of life. But that's the most beautiful thing. It's like because that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are or what you are or where you've come from or what you're into or what you do it, it that doesn't matter because you're you also have this mutual love for something whether it's hanging out or, or seeing live music or whatever and you've all come together and any any other any any previous reservations to that are gone out the window because it doesn't matter and and it yeah. doesn't matter
0: yeah I know 100% and I mean that's why I just feel like music is that one you know universal thing which I feel like can you know amplify social and cultural issues that we have and you know be able to break them down because I feel like it's the one thing in in the whole world that has just that power and it's sometimes it's just unexplainable it's just it's just that powerful
1: yeah well exactly how do you explain it you can't it just is what it is and what it is is beautiful and has the ability has the has the the potential to be anything. There's no rules. Yeah. There's no rules. It it can be whatever it has to be, and it kind of just happens. It happens organically most of the time. You know, you can't you can't make these things happen. You can't mo- make movements happen. But like, without music and without having that outlet or that voice, it's like you you also can't really imagine all these changes happening the way that they do. It's it's really beautiful.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's so good that, you know, you guys are a real strong part of the conversation, especially, you know, being best mates with Camp Cope and aligning with such an important, you know, Aussie band and also translating that to, you know, other parts of the world stage because they're doing international gigs too, which is exactly right. Yeah. So and speaking of like, you know, um, just artists that are able to, you know, transform opinions and really move people. What was one for you growing up that, you know, really meant something to you?
1: Look, I was lucky enough to be brought up almost strictly on Billy Bragg and the Clash, oh, nice. and, and having and having people like Billy Bragg and Joe Strummer being the reasons that I even started playing music as a child. Like this, this two people who have who have never shied away from calling shit how it is and being really political um, in the best ways. I never, I never really. Embraced that in my younger years because I I didn't know how I guess like but those those it, it makes a lot of sense that I'm in the position that I am in now um, with where I want to take our music um, just from being inspired to do what I'm doing now by these people like Billy Bragg and Joe Strummer who were kind of like the forefathers of taking what people that have always done but in, into into a more like Mainstream, uh, light. I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I guess, like you were, because you were talking about how you kind of you didn't really, you know, identify with with that whole ethic growing up. And I, but I guess now, you know, being a lot older, you're able to bridge that generational gap. Sorry, one sec. Is that Arrow? <laughs> Outside, go on, go on. Outside, go. I knew that would happen. Is that Arrow? <laughs> yeah, that
1: was my dog. He's not. Arrow's my uh, my seven-year-old uh, Staffy. The one that features on the uh, cover is my other dog, uh, Neptune.
0: Oh, nice. Who's
1: a, who's a year and a half old. He's a uh, Hunterway cross-border collie. And he's a little smart-ass, and it's, the fame's <laughs> going to go to his head.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> is he, like, the complete opposite of Arrow?
1: Oh, totally. Arrow just wants to hang out and be left alone, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah for sure but you know that's actually a perfect segue into this last segment which is our non-music segment because I wanted to talk to you about dogs yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so now uh, disclaimer I am a cat lover although I do love my dogs too but I wanted to, to you know because I mean, people have lots of questions about dogs especially when they're buying you know a dog for the first time yeah. and they really want to you know take good care of them what are some of the, the the top things that you have to be aware of you know as a dog owner
1: uh, your priorities have to shift. Um, for me, like, my, my whole world aside from music is my dogs. Uh, um, and it's kind of always been that way. I was brought up on a farm and we always had heaps of animals and heaps of dogs. And having dogs is just something that's always been very natural for me. Like, it's felt weird the times that I haven't had a dog in my life. Um, it is a huge responsibility. I think people forget that because it, it, they're, they're so... They're so rad and, like, you can get swept up in how damn cute a dog can be and forget about the, the responsibility that actually having a dog has. Um, I'm really lucky that, obviously, like, uh, being in a band and touring so much, uh, it's probably not the ideal situation to be in, in having dogs, but mm-hmm. luckily the dogs are super social and they, you know, we live very social lives, so they have... Bigger, a bigger family than just us that are in the, that they live with, you know. So <laughs> like, they they never they never feel like they're 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 not loved or they're being forgotten about. Um, I think I think that's that's something that's really important is that you know they do take they are a huge responsibility and they need so much love and you know the love's reciprocated. Yeah. And, and if you do it properly, you've got a best friend for life because they really are. Gonna be your best friend. Uh, I can't walk five meters without having both dogs follow me everywhere, <laughs> and, and, and it's very flattering. It makes me feel really nice that they love me so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely get a dog from a pound, though. You know, don't don't support breeders. You've got it. You've got it. You've got to get whatever pet you're gonna get from 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 a shelter where they. You know, like they they might not find a home if mm. you don't give them a home. I hate that. I hate thinking that people don't get their pets from a from a from a pound or a shelter when there are all these dogs and other animals that uh, are just wanting that love and that home that they they didn't get the first try or you know like for whatever reason it might be.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you think about some of these animals who've had it really bad, you know, they maybe they've they've been moved around 5 to 6 times and, and no one's wanted to stick with them. So, I mean, yeah, that's such a good cause to be able to yeah, sure. do that. And
1: all they want is love. If, 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 if you give them food, you give them love, you give them, You play with them, you're sweet. You're going to be their best friend forever.
0: Yeah, and likewise because we know how reciprocal it is. But, um, but yeah, just on the subject, you know, so you've got two beautiful dogs, um, Neptune um, and Arrow. What are some of your fondest memories, you know, ever since you got both of them? Uh,
1: look, Tunes, uh, Neptune or Tunes for short, he's oh, uh, that- <laughs> – Yeah, I know, and it didn't even, it wasn't intentional, it just kind of worked out that his nickname turned out to be Tunes. That is amazing. We've only had Tunes for a bit over a year, he's about a year and a half old now. Um, He's a terror, it's been really nice uh, having a puppy in my life grow up again. (laughs) Arrow's an old man now, so I I forgot what it was like to see a dog go from being this big and fat to being huge. because he is in that awkward teenager phase where he's just long and lanky and And angsty probably (laughs) Yeah, angsty and really unco and just full of energy just just seeing him grow up and you know like i i have a recording studio back in south australia that's on a big property and uh you know having the dogs be able to go there and just run around and just disappear for hours at a time and go and chase kangaroos or whatever they do in their spare time I don't know <laughs> uh and just come back with the biggest grins on their faces it's it's really it's really really
0: nice oh that's so great and and I'm gonna give a shout out here to my co-host Alice who's got two beautiful dogs of her own and I awesome. bet she wish she'd be here right now and we probably <laughs> would have brought her and the dogs if we knew that this was <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um but no that's awesome um like, and, you know, just talking about the amount of work that actually goes into, you know, having pets. I mean, you realise just why so many people have fish because... For
1: sure, totally. And <laughs> and we're really lucky that, uh, like, Arrow is an older dog and he's a really well-behaved dog. So mm. uh, Neptune didn't have a choice but to be well-behaved because he, ha- he had such a great coach. Um, and now we just recently got a, a little kitten. Uh, oh, her name's Dumplings, and
0: oh my god,
1: it's <laughs> amazing. We actually found her on the street. She was in a basket. She'd been abandoned, um, which was really devastating when she was probably only like a few weeks old. Um, and now she's she's awesome. She lives her life like one of the dogs. I guess oh. like because she's me being a dog person. I've, there's been very few cats that I've really a- a- been really attached to, but Dumplings thinks that she's a dog and it's really beautiful <laughs> and and her and tunes are just inseparable they just they just fuck around with each other and just chase each other around and it's really beautiful and I think she'll grow up to be she already is growing up to be a beautiful cat that she's she's not gonna have that that I'm better than everyone cat attitude that some cats have yes yeah, links off into
0: that. the darkness for hours <laughs>
1: yeah exactly she I think she's just gonna grow up thinking that she's a strange looking dog which is fun <laughs>
0: Oh, for sure. But oh my god, that's such a cute name, Dumplings. I can't get over it.
1: <laughs> Arrow Arrow Tunes and Dumplings. It's a good little family.
0: Oh, for sure. In fact, that could be a bad name. They should they should start their own little pet band.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they would love it. Except I think they would have differing music tastes.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, I could definitely see like um like Tunes just like vibing on straight punk. Like probably like your taste.
1: <laughs> Definitely, he uh, he's a terror, and he's and he's and he's a, and he's an angsty teenager at the minute. So yeah, he probably like some rubbish. Whereas Arrow is a bit older; he's been around, you know. I, I imagine him just chilling out to some like you know old toots and the Maytals and some reggae of some description, you know, just just mellowing out. He You know, he likes a good lay
0: down just
1: to chill out, listen to some tunes. Oh yeah. Whereas Tunes, respectively, probably would like to fuck shit up.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, he'd be, like, yeah, just, like, listening to stuff where people are, like, throwing things around the room and, like, just going yeah. well." But how about Dumplings? What what would she be listening to?
1: Uh, look, I feel like Dumplings probably hates all music.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Dumplings is, uh... Probably, yeah, I'm not sure about Dumplings. I, th- I think Dumplings is still finding her, finding her musical feet. Uh... <laughs> Obviously, there's a lot of different music being uh, forced forced upon her in our house. Oh, she sure. hasn't really taken a liking to anything in particular yet.
0: Oh, uh, you never know. Maybe you put on some sweet, sweet blues tunes and she might be, oh. I, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, well, let me know. Let me know if she becomes attached to anything. <laughs> I'll Um, Yeah, so the next kind of like non music topic I wanted to delve into is Adelaide, or as I like to call it, Radelaide, because there were so many awesome bands um, that come out of there. Horror My Friend is probably one of my favorites.
1: They're a great band.
0: band. Yeah, they're awesome. But I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, food spots in Adelaide. Now, the reason I say this is because my parents recently went over to Adelaide, and, you know, I think it was like only like a second or third time there, and they didn't really have much of an idea as to to where to go food wise so what are some of the spots that you just you can't go past
1: well look my my two shout outs uh there's there's um there's a vietnamese restaurant that's it's not in the city it's it's out west it's called my's kitchen and it's just everything they do is phenomenal and they 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 do i've never seen a restaurant with so many vegan options before they essentially have this huge menu and then they can do that whole menu as vegan food, Wow, which is awesome, uh, you know, we're a very vegan pro-save-the-animals band. And uh, yeah, Mai's Kitchen, I'm yet to find a Vietnamese restaurant that comes even close. Um, it's always, any any chance we get to go there, you've gotta go there. Um, nice. Friends of ours, uh, uh, this band called through and the Knifey Wifeys, um, who are this amazing riot girl punk band from Adelaide? They, uh, a couple of members of that, just opened a a cafe called Salem, um, which does incredible sandwiches and incredible cakes, and it's all house made. It's a plant based cafe, and everything's house made. So they make their own like southern fried chicken, and it's, it's it's insane. Their own ribs. It's. It's some of the best food you're definitely going to eat anywhere, but definitely in Adelaide, Salem and Myers Kitchen are the two uh,
0: two must-go-tos. Oh, for sure, yeah. I- I'm a lover of food, you probably would have told that, um, would have, um, been able to tell already. But yeah, because like, I've been in Adelaide in such a long time, so when I'm down there next definitely going to take two places please
1: please visit both of those places and i promise you won't be disappointed oh i will especially
0: my kitchen that just sounds incredible and the fact that they can oh, do their full great. menu like the full thing in vegan like where oh. else does that happen
1: no not at all and it definitely doesn't happen like it's so good as well it's it, they're, yeah they're not cutting shortcuts they're not they're not making it like pretty good food it's it is all amazing um, it's definitely like you've got to go there and experience it. Um, it's it's one of those places that it's like hidden away in this tiny side street in this suburb, but it's always packed. There's always so many people waiting for tables, and it's for a reason because it's so fucking good.
0: <laughs> oh my god, yeah, definitely on the list. Can't wait to try it out. Buzzing.
1: <laughs> Please do.
0: Yeah, for sure. So um, the last thing we've got for our non-music segment, and kind of tying it back together with inspiration from the album "Mess." Okay, so imagine that you're in a bit of a mess, and you kind of you need to sort yourself out. You need to do something that'll get your mind off it. What, apart from music, do you kind of turn to as an as an outlet, or what are some things that you find it therapeutic to do when you're in a bit of a pickle?
1: For sure. Uh, look, dogs are always <laughs> back onto dogs. Like you can't be sad when you're around dogs, and and dogs dogs are so like intuitive. They 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 can pick up when you need a hug. Dogs know when when you might need a hug or you might need them to do something stupid to cheer you up. They just know. Um, being from Adelaide, it's really it's a really fucking beautiful city for the reason that you can like. From the CBD, you can drive in one direction for half an hour and you're at the beach. In one direction, in half an hour, you're in these amazing rolling hills and forests. It's it's really fucking cool like that. And and having a, a studio that's on the top of a mountain, about an hour from Adelaide, on this like, it, it's there's no neighbours, there's no one around. It's just this beautiful property. That that's that's always been my happy place. Getting to go out there and just have fresh air and clear skies and Oh. No, no hustle and bustle and no traffic noise. It's just like dead silent and and so beautiful. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of of nature. So getting out amongst it and you know getting out amongst it with your dogs, if you're lucky enough to have dogs. Like, oh, that sounds
0: it's, like it's, a match made in heaven.
1: <laughs> it's it is. It's a match made in heaven. whatever for, for whatever that means. It, it's 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 something for me that always cheers me up. It's my happy place. And you know my happy place is essentially anywhere I've gone. Friends and my and my dogs and a, and a guitar, but you know, like if I had to pick the perfect scenario to, to pick myself up out of out of a bad a bad headspace or a bad a bad time in my life, it's definitely that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I definitely need to go about some place in Sydney where I can just not that I have a studio or anything, not a museo, yeah. but just some sort of space where I can just you know sit and, and chill out.
1: Well, the Blue Mountains is close. <laughs> and, the, and the blue mountains are so beautiful and amazing. That's where Antonia and the Lazy Susans come from. Uh-huh. I always get really jealous of them and they're posting photos of their where they live, and it's just this picturesque, like beautiful rolling mountains and, and forest. And yeah, it makes me very very green about it. I'm very, I get really sad that I'm stuck in the city, even though I'm not I'm not stuck here because I can leave at any time. <laughs> nice. But you know, like if I could pick my house up and put it on a mountain somewhere, I'd do it in a
0: heartbeat. Oh, for sure. Me too, me too. So, I guess it's a great way to to end um, the episode. Um, Thanks so much for coming on, Ben. Um, Can't wait for, yeah, the rest of the world to hear A Mess, um, your upcoming album, which is out April 13th, and you'll also be kicking off um, your album tour on the same day at the Corner Hotel in Melbourne. So, Ben, have you got any final thoughts you want to tell our listeners?
1: Look, I'm, I've, we're really proud of this new album. It's 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 the it's the best representation of us as a band and and where we want to be and the message we want to be putting out. And I really hope that everybody enjoys it as much as we enjoyed making this record. Uh, yeah, we're really proud of it, and I'm glad you liked it.
0: It was uh, awesome.
1: <laughs> you know, it's it's less than two weeks now, so it's all really exciting for us because now it's when it feels like it's really happening. You know, we we'll get to hold the records in our hand, like, it's a real thing, we did it, here's something we made. And you know, we're excited to share that with everyone. We, we love touring and we love playing live, so... You know, any chance we get to go and travel around and play shows and hang out with people is, is always really, really fucking inspiring and, and fun for us. So we hope, we hope that everybody else feels inspired and has as much fun as we do doing these things
0: definitely except when there's a right when you don't play grinding my teeth and then you'll just be forced to play it
1: <laughs> god i'm gonna we got rehearsal this weekend maybe i'll have to bring it up
0: <laughs> yeah just just to start the conversation because you know what's going to happen eventually
1: <laughs> oh that's so funny all right well it's been nice talking
0: to you yeah you too loved all the dog conversation and kind of get over dumplings she's a cutie and haven't even seen her but but yeah thanks so much for your time and hope to chat soon all the best for the tour
1: thanks mate
0: you're listening to general admission where we bring you your front row ticket to the stories behind the sound